Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS online program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our next guest for our Gifters Podcast is Andrea Watkins. Andrea is a versatile business leader, founder of Own It LLC, a premier consulting firm specializing in individual, team, and business accelerated growth. She's also the Global Director of Human Resources with Illinois Tool Works. Andrea, thanks so much for being our Gifters podcast. Your story is a gift to the world. Great. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm excited to be here. Again, I'm the founder of Own It LLC and the Global Director for ITW. Um, my journey has been one of, I, I call it like a, a wave here. It hasn't been straight, but um, a, a lot of opportunity, a lot of learnings along the way, and, and glad to be able to share some of those with you today. For sure. Um, now, let, let's dive into the home of human resources because it seems sure. so simple, but given that every company depends on their employees and their team, and you've been in human resources, how long have you been in human resources for? Over 12 years. Nice. What are some of the most basic things that you help your executives do when it comes to when it comes to hiring solid people to build their companies? I really help executives understand that they're hiring the whole person, not just a skill set. So I challenge my executives to take a holistic view of the individual, meaning not to have the halo effect like, oh, this individual reminds me of someone that I really like. Or, oh, they're really good at strategy, not taking into account some of those other challenges that the individual may have uh, being successful within the culture or within that particular position. So really challenging executives to take a holistic view of people's strategy because it's more than just the job. I love because everything that. begins and ends with people. I love that mentality and mindset and approach. Now, are there any CEOs in, 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 in the world that you feel like, you know what? Jeff Bezos has a writer. Richard Branson has a writer. Are there any specific CEOs that you admire for their level of hiring good people, holistic? holistic I would I would say I would say a CIO that I worked with. Her name was Sue Jane Lynn. Uh, she was very great at having an eye for talent and really listening intently, not listening to respond, but listening to understand. And someone at that level having varying experiences. She started off in finance and, and ended up in IT. So she had a broad range of skills. She was able to really listen and, and key in on some key elements of an individual and what value they could truly bring, not just to the role, but to the organization. I think she really has it right. Uh, she's currently, she's still um, in place as the CIO for Hillrom, uh, which is based out of Chicago. Nice, nice, nice. And how did you get into human resources? Oh, man. I When I went to college, I remember sitting down with a guidance counselor and feeling like nothing that she was conveying to me really fit. So I said, well, let me create something. I want to help people. I want to, to understand how business works. What would put me right in the middle of all of that? And I landed on organizational leadership development with um, a minor in business. So that was kind of a major and minor that I created. Um, and I thought would give me the skill set or the foundational pieces that I needed to give me um, a well-rounded to be able to jump into that. So that's kind of where it all started. I did um, an internship prior to getting 
fully involved or engaged into my um, undergraduate program and had an opportunity to really sit down with people and help them understand their career path and where they were going. Um, had an opportunity to help people transition. A lot of times human resources professionals look at that as a negative um, when you have to transition people from an organization. But really helping people on that self-discovery path uh, sometimes is some, one of the most rewarding things to have someone say, I really thank you for, for helping me help myself understand that this is really not a fit for me, that I need to do something different because that makes for a more fulfilling life for that individual as well. That's so, great. That's, that's kind of how I, how I started. That's amazing. And I, I can feel and appreciate your heart and your compassion. That's great. So let's talk about your business now. Like, did you decide that when you're young that you want to be an entrepreneur or did, was it more of a, a later thing that you thought about in life? Like, let's talk about the own it consultant group that you have. I've always, I've always had a desire to build, uh, and to build strategically and to build big. Um, as, as a kid, you know, I would always had to try to get my mother to sit down and watch Carlton Sheets. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that gentleman, uh, the real estate uh, infomercials that used to come on. I used to, it's like he's making a whole lot of money. He's doing this and he's doing that. And she would, you know, brush me off. But I would sit there and watch and say, what what is it that he's been able to do that parents couldn't necessarily do? How can I stand in the gap and be different? That's so great. it really started very early. Um, with, with understanding that I needed to do something different if I wanted to see and be different than what my, my current environment was at that time. How old were you at the time when you saw those infomercials? Probably about six. And do you feel that since you're so young, do you feel that entrepreneurship is something that people are born with or more nurtured? I'm just curious what your perspective is because given that you're so young. <sighs> a, a part of me, like, you have to be born with it. Um, because not everybody has the level of resilience and tenacity that it takes to keep going after something that is not necessarily readily available. A lot of people view jobs as security, and I look at that as probably one of the most um, unsecure things <laughs> that you probably encounter um, in your life. Creating uh, something is provide security for me. And I think that that's something that's way more significant and something that I can pass on to other generations. I can't pass on a job. Once I leave that job, it's going to be filled by someone else. It will likely not be a family member. So I've always looked at things from that perspective, wanting to own and hence the name own it. <laughs> I'm really wanting to own and, and grow and build something vast. That's awesome. And so not only for me, but for others. That's amazing. So, so you so you already thought about the legacy that you're leaving. You already thought about the end game. So even when you created Own It, you're like, you know what? This isn't just for me. This is for my employees or maybe other friends or colleagues or even family members. So you, you thought about that from the beginning when you started your company? Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice, nice, nice. And where do you think you got that insight from? Is this just, were that smart as a kid as well? <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my grandfather owned a cleaning service and my father was not in position to take it over. His, my uncle wasn't in position to take it over. And my aunt wasn't in position to take it over. So the family business just died. Mm. So what that said to me is I need to build something bigger than a business. I need to build, need to build something that's repeatable, something that can continue to go beyond me and beyond my immediate family. And, you know, I looked at it like, hey, he, he made a great start, but, it, but it's something that I have to, 
take further and be more innovative in the way I think and approach business. But that's that's kind of where that came from. It's like, hey, we had a cleaning business in a family. What happened? And mm. even at that young age, I knew that there was a missing piece there. There was some level of insight that I had that said, hey, I have to have to improve on this. But he did. There was a seed planted there just by having an understanding that that was once a part of our family. That's great. I'm Andrew. I'm literally smiling right now because I can only imagine you're six years old. You're watching these infomercials. Your grandfather's setting an example for you, and you're like, "I am uh, gonna be the next Oprah." <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. But that's Something great. Because like even from your tone of voice, I always share with people on the podcast and around the world. I'm like, look, just because you say you want to inspire, if you don't have a tone of voice that inspires, you're not going to inspire. In your case, you have this very firm, very passionate and purposeful tone of voice. So I just give you kudos for that. Now just share, we only have about a minute left. Any specific clients that you've worked with that you can share in terms of how you've changed and transformed their lives? Absolutely. I have a client that I'm working with currently. She uh, has a background in social work and is launching her business to be a marital counselor. And, And part of my role in that process is really helping her, again, go on that self discovery path, helping her build confidence helping her be able to build that value proposition and then translate that into tangible results for her clients. So I've been working with her um, at this point and and I've seen a huge shift. Um, She is working again to launch the business and I've helped her put together those foundational pieces that are not only helping her transform her business into something great, but also transform herself. Again, building that confidence and instilling that value proposition um, that she has and understanding that she has something great to offer the world. And I'm just really glad to be a part of her journey. That's awesome. What a great way to end our podcast. How can our guests stay in touch with you, Andrea? They can email me at info at ownitimpact.com. Again, that's info at ownitimpact.com. Awesome. Andrea, thanks so much for being our gift. This podcast your story is a gift to the world. Have a great day. Thank you. You too.